Are you a doctor who is overwhelmed, stressed out, and underpaid? Learn to monetize your medical degree beyond the hospital walls and turn your purpose into profit. It's time to create the freedom that you truly deserve. So grab a pen and get ready to gain momentum with Chief Medical Mogul, Dr. Dre. Hello, Medical Moguls. Our guest tonight is Dr. Carol Penn. Dr. Carol D.O. Diplomat ABOM is a doubly board certified in family medicine and obesity medicine, fellow of the American Osteopathic Association, and master mindset, meditation, and movement coach. Dr. Kara is CEO and founder of Penn Global Visions LLC of New Jersey, medical correspondent for WURN radio station in Philadelphia, a certified health, wellness, and fitness coach, as well as a founder, artistic director of Core of Fire Interfaith Dance Ministry. She's done so many things, medical moguls. I cannot wait for you to meet her. Additionally, Dr. Kara is a graduate of the medical moguls class of 2019, and she currently serves as a faculty of the Medical Moguls University, clinical director of Rowan University. School of Osteopathic Medicine, as well as faculty member for the Center of Mind-Body Medicine, and is a staff physician in family medicine at Centra State Healthcare System. Prior to becoming a doctor, Dr. Carol danced with the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater's company and school, serving as a teaching fellow and consultant to the Kennedy Center for Performing Arts, as well as a tenured fine arts faculty for D.C. public schools. Dr. Carroll has toured internationally as a dancer and a speaker. Dr. Carroll, welcome to the Monetize Your Medical Degree podcast. Oh, Dr. Drake, thank you so much. I am honored, excited, happy to be here. This is, it's wonderful, wonderful to talk to you. So I've already shared your bio, but tell our doctors the real story. I want to know the real story behind Dr. Carol Penn. What is that real story? So the real story is I went from being a dancer to a doula to a doctor. And the, my number one question is, dancer, performing artist, how did you do that? What? You, what you, and you were out of school for 20 years? What? I can't even think, let alone what you weren't a math or a science major, you were a dance major in college. So the real story is this transition from being a person in the performing arts and, you know, as we know from all the science and literature, you'd have thought to be firmly in one side of the brain. There's the creative brain and then there's the logic linear brain. So there's that great mystery about how do you do that? How do you make that transformation? Then they find out that I was out of school for 20 years before I went back to school because they're right. I didn't have a math, college level math course anywhere. I, my last math course was my advanced placement math my sophomore year of high school. So it was really 22 years since I had thought about X plus Y. I knew that my first step had to be, well, to see, you know, could I make that leap? Could I get out of that creative brain space and get into that logic linear brain space? That's part of that real story. And then when I was looking, so I'm 20 years out of school, I'm older, I'm a mom, I'm married, and now I'm going to go to medical school. I had completed everything I wanted to do as a dancer. I only could have done more. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, it's now or never. And I'm also in my mid-40s at this point. 
And I got a lot of naysayers. Oh, you're too old. You're too this. And, you know, it took me two years to find, when I finally said I was going to do it to when I actually submitted my application, it was about two years because I kept listening to those naysayers. And then I finally had to ask myself the question, are you a daughter of doubt or are you a daughter of determination? What do you want to teach this child? Do you want to teach your child to live in his doubts and succumb to his doubts? Or do you want to show your child the pathway of determination? And I decided to show my child the pathway of determination. And I also decided to stop second guessing myself. Because I said, guess what? I can't do nothing about this age. And if I'm lucky, I'm going to be 51 day or 61 day anyway. Now, how do I want to be that 50 or 60? Do I want to look back in my life and say, I did everything that I had in my control mm -hmm. to go forward? Or do I want to look back and say, well, no, you, you let all those people who didn't live their own dreams become the obstacle, become the fence over which you could, did not go over. So we know the answer to the question. I stopped listening to the naysayers. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway, because what's in my control, I'm going to do. If I don't get in, least I can live my life and say I did everything I could do to move myself in the direction of that destiny, in the direction of those dreams. I love that. I love that. So, Dr. Kara, can you share how young you are with our listeners? <laughs> I, I want you to, to know how young she is. She is like, she looks like she is 20-something years old, beautiful skin, beautiful smile, beautiful personality. So, how young are you? Can you tell Oh, you don't want to tell us? I'm on the younger end, and I'm, I'm a hashtag. Can anybody say baby boomer? <laughs> <laughs> I was born in the year 1956, so I'll let all you math geniuses go ahead and do the math on that one. So she is, she's, she's young, she's vibrant, she's out here. And the thing about, the thing that I love about you, Dr. Kira, because you are changing the world at every step of your life, you are changing the world, right? When you were a dancer, you were teaching, you moved into medicine, a doula, being a doula, and then now you are this big time doctor who has this mindset program that's changing the minds of physicians all over the United States. So tell me this, what has been the most difficult part of your journey thus far? The most difficult part of my journey thus far was my unexpected, unanticipated divorce during medical school. So there was what I thought, you know, going into the marriage, we had the agreement that I would go through the process of seeing if I could get into medical school. If I went into medical school, there would be, you know, the support from the man that I was married to. And at some point when those obstacles, I got in and, you know, it's challenging. You got, you know, we had this beautiful young child, but you have to be able to study. You have to be able to devote the hours that you need to devote. And this person came to me and said, well, I changed my mind. I don't think I could do this. Now I'm, I'm in my first year of medical school and I'm like, you what? <laughs> you've changed your mind. We're here now. This was the discussion and agreement that we had going into the process. And that was a shock. And that was a huge disappointment to have the rug pulled out from under me unexpectedly. 
And one of the things that started showing up, like clockwork, the night before an exam, boom, there'd be an argument. Often the arguments would go all night. Then I'd, you know, go in and struggle through and, you know, take the exam and whatever. And the night before, step one of my boards, that's the night that he announced he was moving out, moving out, mm. leaving, leaving, leaving. And I'm like, here's this baby. <laughs> yeah. Here's his baby, and you you leave it tonight. Tomorrow uh, tomorrow morning's my boards, and again another all night argument, and, and and you know the relationship had become so toxic and so emotionally abusive, and that's when I knew I knew I knew I knew again it would make me the first person in my family to go through the divorce process. But I knew, I said, well, you know, I could choose you and I could shrink wrap my life and spend the rest of my life trying to solve what at that point, in my opinion, was fundamentally unsolvable. Or, and I was coming to understand that love doesn't hurt. Real love does not hurt. And you're not, the, you're not subject to emotional abuse. That's something else. You might call it whatever, you know, a real marriage. That's not a component of a true marriage, not the marriage that God has designed for us and the gift and the beauty that God means for us in marriage. And as I was coming to those realizations, I said, or I could take a shot at doing me and having a full and complete life with all of the components and all of the fruits and all of the promises realized and I decided it was very difficult decision but I decided to choose me and again you know I could raise a child who would see his mommy doubting fearful not happy or I had could take a shot at letting my child see me joyful and happy and to know that mommy he didn't know that mommy yet and I wanted him to know the joyful happy fulfilled woman that I knew that I was Oh, that is so powerful, Dr. Carol. So I see this a lot, coaching doctors. You know, a lot of doctors are in the wrong relationships, whether it's a relationship with their hospital system, it's a relationship with their spouse, their mom, their dad, their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their fiancés. They're just in the wrong relationships. And relationship, being in a bad relationship can't affect your business. It can affect your mind. It can affect your spirit, right? It can be very toxic for you. And I tell the doctors, you know you were not supposed to marry him. You know that. <laughs> you know that. Your mama told you not to marry him, but you did it anyway because you wanted to have this nice wedding, 2.5 kids, and have this certain type of job because that's what you think the American dream is supposed to be. But guess what? Medical moms who are listening, you have to choose yourself. You have to choose yourself right? So the key to Dr. Carol's success is that she said she finally, after all those trials and tribulations, and you know how it is, God will put us through some things until we say, okay, we're not going to go through this door anymore. We get it. We understand this one is not for me. You had to go through all of that to figure out this man is not for me. And then now you have the man of your dreams, which is- Yes, that is so true. And that's the other message I want to let people know. When you become obedient, when you really listen, when you study the word, and when you understand the will of God for our lives, 
that's not the will of God for your life. So, you know, you need to cut some things off at the root, get out of your own way, and then allow what is meant for you to show up. You're blocking your own blessing. I never would have been blessed with the marriage that I have now had I continued down that particular path. It just wouldn't have happened. It would not have happened. And so now I am in a marriage that is evenly yoked with a correct partner. But even that, we got engaged and then we spent one year in premarital counseling so we could get all the important discussions laid out, put out on the table. Because there is a particular partnership that a doctor needs. There is a particular partnership that an entrepreneur needs. And both of you need to understand that. Oh, I love that. Going to a therapy sessions before you actually get married, before you got married, right? Yes. That's for a whole year. For one year. Medical moguls, get out your pen and paper, write that down. Please go to a therapy session with your potential boo before you actually jump the broom. Okay, so Dr. Kara, what's the number one way you have monetized your medical degree thus far in your career? The number one way that I have monetized my medical degree so far was the best decision that I have made in this journey. And that was to hire my coach, (laughs) Dr. Dreon Birch. The first person you need to hire is a coach, someone who's been, who's going, who is evolving where you want to be and who can show you the pathway, who can guide you in the process. That has been the number one way I have monetized my medical degree. Before that, I was, you know, dancing around the area a little bit there and a little bit there, but it was not the level of abundance and prosperity that I knew was possible. So I started searching for this coach. And, you know, what you're looking for is also looking for you. You know, I interviewed people. If someone had a free discovery call, I went and got on that discovery call. And that's exactly how I came to meet you, Dr. Dre. I, you, it was through Facebook. And, you know, you had a link. If you want a discovery call, you know, go ahead and register here. And you invited me to Momentum. And you, first of all, you laser coached me. So if nothing else, there was value in that call right then and there. If, if nothing else had happened. And then you invited me to my next step, Momentum in Medicine. You know, come to Momentum in Medicine. And uh, again, I was in one of the, oh, how am I going to get that time off? And, uh, I'm already going to uh, uh, this conference. And, oh, I'd be off a whole week. All that kind of foolishness that we go through, you know? All of that. But I saw my way through. I felt the vibration. I knew this was an important next step. So that was my number one way, was to hire myself a coach. And it was you. So Medical Mogul's listening. I did not tell Dr. Carol to say that at all. She is doing her own thing tonight, which is super great. Thank you so much, Dr. Carol. You know, we love you. You're one of our rock stars and our Medical Mogul family. Next question for you. And coaching is so important. Right now, I coach with seven coaches. Right now, currently, I have seven coaches right now. So I am a coach. I'm a business coach for doctors, but I also get coached. I have seven coaches currently right now, right? Because I need to have people to help me 
accountable and ways for me to expand and scale my business so I can influence the world and change the world and change humanity. So Dr. Carol, can you share with our listeners, medical moguls, what is that number one thing that's making you the money right now? Like what's that number one thing that you're doing that's making you the money? Starts with an M. It's called <laughs> mindset. It's called mindset. It's all about what happens here. It's all about what you get up in the morning. And it's a day-to-day process because, you know, day-to-day you're going to have pushback, disappointment, things that look like a failure on the surface of the things. Stuff happens in business. So just like I went to medical school and residency to train this mind to go from the dancer mind to the scientist doctor mind, I had to train this mind to go from the dancer, now doctor, now to doctorpreneur minds. And all of those areas takes a different mindset. It's not that you get rid of the others and that that the other knowledge base isn't important, but it is critically important to have the mindset of the doctorpreneur. And that is a different aspect as I train my ever expanding. The other thing is, you know, with that scientist mindset, that's a very cautious mindset. That's a very careful mindset. But in business, you gotta be willing to take risk. So it's extremely important to have the mindset of the risk taker so that you can be successful in entrepreneurship and business. So mindset, 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 and every day getting into the practice of resetting the mindset down into the fundamentals and the basics. I became a great dancer. You know, people look at dancers and go, wow, you know, how can they do all that? You know, again, so the thing that you look at is that the great gravity-defined physical feet, that's the result of doing the basic exercises every day. If you're a musician, that's the equivalent of playing the scales every day. So you listen to these incredible things with music if you're a music lover. Well, that morning, that person got up, recreated themselves. It has to happen on a daily basis. They played their scales that morning. The dancer got up, did the Pilates or the plies that morning. The doctor gets up and reviews her patient cases and who needs to have what that day when we sit down in the morning before we see our patients. The entrepreneur has to get up and reset their money mindset, their business mindset for the meetings that they're going to be going in, the sponsorship decks that they're going to be creating so they can have their program sponsored. That's every day. That's every day. You recreate it every day. I love that, Dr. Kara. It's something else I want you guys to listen to out there, medical moguls. She said, medicine is very safe. Business is risky. So you have to change your mindset around taking risks and being unsafe. So Dr. Kara, we know you have all these fabulous programs, mindset programs, meditation programs, and that is where you are right now, which is great. And I actually see you doing bigger things. I want you to be on television doing a morning meditation with America because that is what we need currently right now. We need that here in America. So how can doctors who are interested in working with you or learning more about you, Dr. Carol, how can they stay in touch with you, join your program, sign up with you? What can they do for you guys to partner together? All right. So as taught to me by my fabulous business coach, 
If you would like your complimentary discovery call, come on over to my website, www.drcarolpenn.com. That's D-R-C-A-R-O-L-P-E-N-N.com. And go on that first page. You'll see Medi Movement Coaching. And there's the scheduling button. Just click there and you can have your complimentary discovery call to find out how to work with me. If you want to go a little bit more old school, a little kinder and gentler, go ahead and email me at info at drcarolpen.com. I-N-F-O at D-R-C-A-R-O-L-P-E-N-N.com. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Dr. Kira. Thank you for coming on the show, Monetizing Medical Three Podcast. We're so excited to have you. You were phenomenal. You dropped so many great information out for you, uh, for the medical moguls that are listening. Any last words before we get off of this episode, before we close it out? I want to encourage, we're, you know, going through a a challenging time in our, our history right now. And each one of us, is the medicine for someone else. If we continue to hide our light under a bushel, someone who needs to be transformed, someone who needs to be able to stand up and walk in their purpose, they won't be able to do it. It's almost unethical for you to hide your light Mm -hmm. underneath the bushel. You got to take it off. You got to be the light in the world that you are, particularly as doctors. You're already the servant leader. Take that barrel off of your head and shine because in the way, same way that I needed your voice, Dr. Dre, somebody else needs my voice, somebody else needs Dr. Jaquel's voice or Dr. Anissa's voice. And if we don't share it, the change that we need to see in the world is not going to happen. So go out, be coachable, listen, get yourself coached, and shine your light because the world needs you right now more than ever. Oh, thank you, Dr. Carol. And thank you so much for being here. Medical moguls, and thank you for tuning in to the Monetize Your Medical Degree podcast. Doctors, thank you so much for listening to the Monetize Your Medical Degree podcast with Dr. Dre. What was your big takeaway? What action are you going to take today? Remember, every action is one more step towards the lifestyle of freedom that you deserve. To get started now, visit medicalmoguls.com. That's medical, M-O-G-U-L-S.com. We'll see you next time.